views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound, sound effects. Wait, sound effects. Sound effects. It's like I haven't been here for six days or something. That's no. Sound effects. We have sound effects that are placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they're kind of like a security blanket. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media and the government. That's kind of like an insecurity straitjacket. Get it? Uh, also, life lessons for our faith that we could actually use, but probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I ask that same thing all the time. All I get from the Lord is, go, go do, go do it, go do it. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. <laughs> Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Now, how would you know that? Well, in my intro, I said sound of flex. I think everybody should just pretty much know. Was he on vacation? What six six days he wasn't there? Is that was that the problem? Six? I think that was it, David. Today I, is like a Monday, even though it's not it's, Monday. It's a Monday, but it's kind of like a Monday. You know what I'm talking about? So just remember the keys to the show. They'll help you understand what we're trying to do. At least somebody will understand. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, but we just don't care. Because for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here's one that we could all acknowledge right off the bat. What can we do better in this upcoming year? How about that? That's just a nothing weird, nothing bizarre. What can we do better in this up and coming year? That's a little bit of a challenge there. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to be able to reach out to us uh, about three or four days ago, you could have sledded into the studio, but nobody was here. <laughs> just saying you could have. It was pretty cold. Yeah. And just for the record, especially because Aunt Deb might be listening, I did not wear long pants one single day the entire time of the cold snap. Did you go outside while it was cold? Yes, every wow. day. Every day. I've only worn pants twice in two years in Texas, long pants, one to a wedding and one to preach at a, at a church. That's it. Just saying. Just letting you know. Uh, I, did, I will confess that the one day I went out that it was the super-duper-duper duper cold day, I thought, 
I'm an idiot. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> I walked into the grocery store going, I feel like my legs are icicles. There's just something wrong here. <laughs> That's a nice disclaimer. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> All right. If you want to reach out to us, it's pretty easy to do. You just call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, you are just going to be thrilled because you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like finding a 20 in an old coat. You pick up your coat, you go, oh my, there's a 20 in here. I need a couple of those. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? That's that's a, that's how it is when you talk to Dynamite D right there. You can also text us, by the way, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Well, that was a good one. I liked it. That was pretty strong. Also, you can email us, David, at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. Not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Just David at hemustincrease.org. Additionally, we always send you up to the website. A couple of things to tell you that's going on there. For those people that are considering giving, you, you don't get anything special. I just saw this the other day from somebody. We will anoint the Bible study. Well, if it's not anointed by God, don't get it because it doesn't matter. Man's anointing is not God's anointing. Never forget that. But if you do give between now and the end of the year, you'll get a receipt that you gave to a nonprofit corporation. Get 100% deduction. Just keeping it as easy as we can. Please consider giving. We could use some extra money at the end of the year. Who, Who couldn't? Right? I mean, come on. Who couldn't? Also, see how I said that? Also, see, today, we weren't here yesterday. Next week, we're not going to be here on Monday. Is that correct? Because it's uh, New Year's Day, right? Isn't that, or is it next Monday, right? I think it is, yes. Okay. That's that's a very iffy response from you. I just want you to know. No, I don't want you to kiss that. <laughs> no, next Monday, we will not be on live. It'll be a replay. I already know because I sent the replay into Jennifer. All right, so here's the bottom line. So I'm just reminding you, please check out the site. It's a lot of fun stuff up there, and there's a lot of encouragement up there. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. All right, I'm going to go with somebody who cut the, the Christmas turkey and a piece fell on the, on the table and it hit the cranberry sauce and hit the uncle right in the head. While eating a mayonnaise sandwich. A what? Mayo sandwich. A mayonnaise sandwich? Like the sandwich is all mayo? Correct. Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> that's just wrong. I mean, that's just wrong. There was that. Just a mayo sandwich, Dave. What? Okay. Uh, that's right, folks. You just have to put up with this because this is who we are. This is what we are. I mean, you should have known already when I said sound of flex. What kind of show this was going to be before we even got off the ground. We do have teaching that we're going to do. We're going to be praying for the audience. I do want people to be praying for one another. It's very important. I'm going to be asking for prayer for my daughter. She's not feeling good. We'll talk about that in the next segment. In the meantime, I want to get into this text because we do 
do teaching, and that's important as well. We are in, of course it's important, Matthew chapter 8, we're at verse 32. This is in reference to the demons who were possessing the two guys, and then they went into uh, the herd of pigs. Okay, so they're asking to go into the herd of pigs. Verse 30, a long way off from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. If you drive us out, the demons begged him, send us into the herds of pigs. Okay, that's, that's what they're saying. Picking it up at verse 32, he says, go, he told them. So when they had come out, they entered the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished in the water. Then the men who tended them fled. They went into the city and reported everything, especially what had happened to those who were demon-possessed. All that, or I'm sorry, at that, the whole town went out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. Let's just put the simplicity on this, and this is going to really affect a few people's uh, theology, so just bear with me. It's not my book. I didn't write it. I'm just the one that's sharing about it. So the demons are in the man, the 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 men. Uh, one version talks about it being one man versus two men. Here's the and that's because it was one person was more prominent than the other. And the simplicity uh, is that the demons that were in the men, the value of the men were greater than the pigs. Sorry, you know, if you're from PETA, too bad. I can't help you. The bottom line is the valuable, the men were more valuable to Jesus than the pigs were. So they're like, we, we want to leave the guy and we'll go into the pigs. Now, here's the thing that people might not be aware of, and that is the demons, could they possess an animal? Yes. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's just solve this right now. Read the text. Go in there. Go, he told them. So they went, came out, and they entered the pigs. Can they invade the animal? Yes. Here's the problem with invading animals if you're a demonic power. Animals are not prone to sin, and when there's no sin, there's no open door for activity. And so these animals are like going, rah, rah, and then the demons are like going, well, this isn't working out very good. And then the animals just head down the hill, and then you know, ultimately, those demons were just stuck in their situation, and they couldn't do any more damage. I mean, that was the end of them. They were just in the animals, in the water. It was over. What's important to understand is that the value that Jesus puts on people is extraordinary. And the demons are looking for places for where they can create problems. And the more sin we have active in our lives, the more problems we create. Does that mean you're not saved? No, it does not mean that. What it means is that we're opening doors that we should not be opening. We're giving opportunities for Satan to take advantage of us that we do not have to do. So I'm praying this week, as I often do, and one of my continual prayers is, Lord, I want to be submitted to you. I want to be surrendered to you. Because the scripture says in James 4, 7, and you've heard me teach this a thousand times, and by the grace of God, I get to, I'll teach it another thousand times. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. That's James 4, 7. If we don't submit ourselves to God, it's impossible to resist the devil. And he's got no reason to flee. But if the power of God and the presence of God and the life of God is radiating through our existence, the devil don't want to be around. It's just, it's not even that complex. It's like more of God means less of the enemy. Okay. And so in this situation, as we're looking at it, the, the, they, they go into the pigs, which, which, 
you know, there's a whole theology. You know, did Jesus grant them? Was that like an answer to prayer? Blah, 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 blah. Jesus wanted them out of the guy. They made an offer to go into the pigs. Jesus said yes. That turned out very poor for them, as is everything else that's going to happen to demons. That will also turn out very poor. The result of this, by the way, we're going to get into the town people, but the result of this on the people who the miracle happened is that they became spokespeople for God. It's like, <laughs> you see, and you think, wow, they are now testifying for God. Why would God ever allow such a hard trial for somebody to, to go through? Because when the deliverance comes, those people are the best evangelists ever. That's why. There you go. I know you're thinking, what? Take our break and then come back. As usual, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. So we we chatted uh, about it on the phone, and it turned out that he had a pastor who used to be his pastor reach out to him and say, the Lord put you on my heart. You know, I want to know what's going on in your life. He had another person say, hey, if you got this situation, let me know. He was talking to me. He was talking to somebody else. And it was like he had like four sources of support and didn't even realize that what he was seeing was the circumstance, which we all do. And and when we pulled it back and looked at it, he's like, yeah, there's like four different places he was getting support from. And it's like, that's amazing. But see, that's not that amazing in the context of just what Peter and John said when they went into the temple. Children, you men of Israel, why does this miracle surprise you? Why does it even surprise us? God does so many things to reach to us and to speak to us. He is never—let me just say this. He is never absent from your tragedy. He is never disappeared from your circumstance. It's never happened. Long before you said yes, God said yes to you. Just just think about the level of that, the commitment that would take. That means that God looked at my life and in spite of my <laughs> in spite of my insanities said yeah we'll take him is that amazing? think about how amazing that is and so i was uh, somebody had sent me a video about somebody who had a, an experience in heaven and i was like well you know i, I like some of those but some of those are kind of weird and squirrely and da 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 and then it, the lord was reminding me about my own dream that i had about making it in heaven where God had the king had his arm around me and he's showing me different things in my life and here's what you accepted my son. Let me tell you something. God will reach you and touch you and speak to you. The biggest question for all of us is, are we listening? Do you remember what happened when uh, the Lord spoke over Jesus? Uh, the Father spoke from heaven over Jesus and the Bible says that the people thought that it thundered but it didn't thunder. God spoke. See what? See that right there? That that right there? Because what we do is we think what oh, thundered. But it's God speaking. The biggest question is: Are we listening? 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready for our very first trivia question. We've talked about this one before. It's going to be a little bit of a rehash week uh, for trivia questions. Don't be too surprised. A Nazarite must not eat the seeds or skin of which fruit? A Nazarite cannot eat the seeds or the skin of which fruit? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. You are welcome to do that as well. We have our DNA. We haven't done that live for a little while. On Christmas Day, I had a chance to tell somebody, share somebody about our DNA. <clears throat> they were like, wow, that's good. Like, yeah, yeah, that's really, really important. So I just am really blessed that we get to do it. We're going to do it again because it's superbly important for us to recognize it. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, every day that ends with Y, spend some time with the guy in the sky. Come on. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Yes, that's where the enemy is trying to take it. Too bad. We're not going to do it. And if they confiscate your Bible, you better know enough of it so that you don't have to worry about it. Get it? And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve, which means other people. Other people are on your radar. I. It's not that you don't think of yourself. I think that's kind of a, a fake thing in the Christian world. I think they've done it poorly or the way it's communicated, certainly when the secular world tries to say something about it. Look, the Lord's not telling you not to think about yourself. You have to also think of other people. you got to add that into your, your, your stuff that's going through your left and right ear. Okay? All right. Great. Nothing complex there. Trivia question again. A Nazarite must not eat the seeds or the skin of which fruit? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. Then David at he must org. That would be the email that you can use for those of you who are trying to figure out, well, are you guys live today? We are live today. Today is what, the 27th? 27th it is. 27th, okay. Of December, <laughs> probably should tell people that, of 2022. So at least everybody knows what's going on there. Okay, I got that. All right. Uh, a couple things to share with you, then we'll go back to the teaching. This other part of the teaching is super cool, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, bottom line. We need everybody to be praying for the audience. I know you guys kind of know that, and most of you really do adapt that. One of the prayer elements that came out today as I was praying for the audience was the real need for peace. I think that that peace is extending into multiple areas, physical areas, financial areas, uh, relationship areas. I think that's a pretty normal thing. But keep in mind that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and the first thing he said to his disciples when when he was resurrected and came into the room, the first thing he said was, peace. And a lot of us miss that, and that's why we do all the self-medicating that we do on the planet. 
And it's like, no, no, we need that peace. We need the peace. And so when you're praying for the audience, please uh, allow that peace. Please pray for that peace, the peace that passes all understanding to help all of us, to keep all of us, okay? All right, so before I tell you about Julianne, which I might wait till the next segment to do because it's a little more uh, lengthy. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for her in a second, though. But when you're praying for the audience, please pray for peace of mind, peace of heart for everybody. We do have somebody ready to answer the phone, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Tiara. Hi, Tiara. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. I hope you had a nice holiday. Mine was simple. And for me, that's fantastic. <laughs> the easier, the better kind of mentality. All right. You ready for this trivia question? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. A Nazarite must not eat the seeds or skin of which fruit? A grape. You are correct, Amundo! Excellent job. Now, here's something that people miss. Now, watch this. I'm going to give you just a little bit extra to go with this. Ready? Jesus. Jesus was from Nazarene, but he was not a Nazarite. A Nazarite is a commitment, a vow that somebody makes. That's not the same thing as being a Nazarene. Jesus was from Nazareth. And some people kind of mix all those together. It's like, no, no, it doesn't quite work that way. That's where he was from. That wasn't the commitment he took. So just so you can know. So excellent job. Way to rock and roll our Yay! show right off the bat. Very, very good work. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. That's so much fun. Is that not fun? It's just fun. It is. It's fun. All right. Uh, I'll tell you about Julia. It's not, you know, everybody calm down. It's not, you know, she's, the kids are doing pretty good. She's not feeling good. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll talk about that. So she wrote me a text, which I thought was rather funny because my own daughter, when she writes you a text, you know, you say, okay, I'll listen to what's going on. And I just talked to her the day before and the day before. So it's not like wasn't new or anything like that. So in the meantime, I want to get back to this text and then I'll tell you about what's going on in the home stuff, uh, so on and so forth. Here is a fascinating element that took place in this gospel presentation in Matthew uh, chapter 8 that I want you to catch, okay? So we already talked about the pigs, uh, the demons went into the pigs, the whole herd rushed down the steep, they, they all perished in the water. Then the men who tended the pigs, they ran, okay? That makes sense. I, I probably run too. I don't know why that's weird. They went to the city and reported everything uh, that happened, especially what happened to those who were demon-possessed. So they were real specific. They communicated what had happened what was going on. At that, the whole town went out to meet Jesus. Now watch. When they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. Now, here's what I want you to catch. This is one of those really, ooh, ooh, that's kind of good. I should kind of keep that in mind. The people who don't know or believe in angels and demons, okay, whenever there's angelic or demonic activity, they they run, of course. I mean, they, it's like Abbott and Costello meet the mummy. As soon as the mummy comes, they're running and so on and so forth. What I'm trying to tell you is that it's not it's, that's not that bizarre. But these people, they saw what happened. They couldn't deny it. But their response is all too familiar. The people came out to verify the story. They verified the story. And you know what they did? They asked Jesus to leave. Now, why? 
Now, I'll tell you why I'm going to be so, I hope you really hear this. The supernatural freaks people out to the point of asking God to leave. Do you know why there's many churches that have nothing that ever happens, no real testimonies other than, you know, like the real simple, most simplistic ones? It's because nobody wants to be freaked out. Everybody's like, <laughs> hey, here's the thought. When God enters a picture, it kind of changes the picture. If you think about it, I'm doing a study on Moses and Pharaoh and, and, the, and the plagues and so on and so forth. You know, when God entered the picture, it really, it really changed everything. Just, God did one thing after another, 10 in a row, that just said, it's me, I'm here, we're doing this, right? And if you want a really good catch, Moses turned the water into blood while Jesus turned the water into wine. Let's see if he can catch that. That's a good one. But the bottom line is this. When the Lord starts doing stuff and you and I can't control it, we're like, whoa, wait a second. And this is part of the problem that sometimes we pray and we'll ask for a result for something and we'll actually desire God to use the methodology that we have in mind. We want him to use the system that we think would work the best. That's awesome, except we're not God. And that means that we have to trust him, not just for the timing, which of course is absolutely true, and he who created time would certainly have the best timing, but also for the method by which the prayer is answered. There's very few people years and years prior who thought, well, you know, Egypt's going to you know, give a bunch of money to, to all the Jewish people to get them to leave. Your brain's probably thinking, well, how's that going to happen? What, are they going to invest in something? What's going on? And it's like, no, no, God's going God's gonna to set this up differently. That's the same thing that happened with Mary and Martha. They thought if Jesus had been there, the whole thing wouldn't have happened. They didn't understand the methodology or the timing. And I am telling you right now, as a brother in the Lord, that there are things that you petition God for, seek him for, ask him for, that the Lord will absolutely grant. But you have not been entitled by God to tell him how or when to do that which you petition. In fact, our best petitions are brought before the Lord, just like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane, and then surrendered. And the Lord will take care of the rest. What's that saying we use? Do your best. Pray that it's blessed. Let Jesus take care of the rest. Just like, okay, let it go. All right? He really, really, really is good. The best ever at being God. So let's believe that as his kids. Because he's our dad. Okay. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. 
You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. Then they complained to Moses against Moses and Aaron, and they said it had been better for us to die in Egypt or even here in the wilderness. Their theory in that thought process is they're thinking it'd be better for us if we just died in the wilderness or back in Egypt where we know where things were at as opposed to going to a new land and being consumed by these big people. This is a terrible idea. There's some commentators that believe that their complaining really has to do with they, they thought it would be better to die over time in the wilderness or over time in Egypt versus going to the land and being immediately killed by these big people. And they were bumming. And look what they said. Wouldn't it be better to go back to Egypt? How quick we forget what the bondage is once you're out. Oh, how quickly do you forget the bondages that God brought you through once you're away from it? Like, well, well, I don't remember being that bad. The David Spoon Experience on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. 770 KAAM. Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.